The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. So, um, this, this, uh, it seems like all Buddhist Dharma, all Buddhist Dharma, you know, Hinayana, Mahayana, Vajrayana, uh, all countries everywhere, all agree that the path to happiness and well-being is in, involves intrinsically involves some some release from self-absorption the stickiness of the self is what makes us suffer and different traditions have different ways of looking at this mahayana uh, makes a, a, a has a big emphasis on emptiness the heart sutra no eyes, no ears, no nose, no tongue, no body, no mind. Form is empty. Emptiness is form. And Theravadin, um, the Buddhist second turning of the wheel, uh, was about the three characteristics of no self, uh, impermanence, and suffering, the dissatisfaction is part of the package when we fall for self, when we think, when we try to grasp permanence. And from a cognitive standpoint, it's, it's really obvious that there is no self. You know, when you think about it from a cognitive, just looking at it, um, clearly this what is the self when you ask yourself who am i am i this body well the body clearly is in constant change on a micro level feeling the changing uh, sensations in the body on a little bit more less micro the changing nature of the breath the changing nature of the heartbeat but, you know, I was a little boy once, <laughs> and look at me now. And so, and soon this body will be a corpse. So, not the body. This self is not the body. The self is not the thinking mind. The thoughts are like butterflies. They just keep coming and coming and coming. Endless, endless thoughts. Streaming thoughts. What, did, what were you thinking 30 seconds ago? You know, it's it's uh, we can't grasp a self in the thoughts, even though we try sometimes. We say, "Oh, that that thought is me," but even even uh, even the sticky sticky thoughts they disappear, and the thoughts are tea bags for feelings. So the feelings come and go with the thoughts. We're not the thoughts. It's a good thing to keep in mind. We're not. I'm not my thoughts. I'm not my feelings. not my sense perceptions. If you listen for 
even a few seconds, you'll notice hearing is always changing. And seeing is always changing. You know, we think we're seeing something, but we're constantly changing our focus. So let's see. Um, the Buddha said, <clears throat> to Rahula, <clears throat> is anything comprised with the feeling, perception, mental formations and consciousness that arises with contact as a condition permanent or impermanent suffering goes with the permanent peace or happiness goes with the impermanence no self peace fit to be regarded thus this is mine this i am this is myself to each question rahula answered no venerable sir And um, so from the point of view of impermanence, we can't find a self. From the point of view of science, I mentioned this before, but just to uh, quickly go over it. Science, you know, has, has proven that we are made up of infinitesimal, um, can't even see them under the biggest you know, magnifier, the particles that we're made of. And we're all made, everything is made of these sub, 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 sub atomic particles. And the particles are moving so fast, thousands of times the speed of light. This is who we are. And the particles are 99.9% .9 space. So from a scientific perspective, we are, there's no self here. We are space. We're space and we share this space with everything. So these are cognitive um, proofs and it's good to be, you know, cognition is very important. Um, to believe this is true. This is true. Uh, I have no self. And then to bring the cognitive into our experience. There's this uh, movie, maybe you saw it. Um, what's it called? Um, Oh, I can't remember, but they injected people with a thought. It's a science fiction movie with Leonardo DiCaprio. And, uh, and then the thought took over their whole being. They became the thought, they became the new identity. So we can have this cognition, this, this confidence cognitively that we're not a self, and then we can kind of if we really believe that's true, then we can bring that into our meditation, bring it into our experience. And remember, I, there is no me, there is no mine, 
there is no I. Buddha said nothing whatsoever is to be clung to as my, me, or mine. Whoever has realized this has realized all the teachings. So, um, so bringing it into our bodies through meditation, bringing it into our experience, injecting our experience with this realization and recognizing, recognizing this in our experience, recognizing emptiness, the empty essence of our experience. And one way this can be done is by recognizing that we're very much like space. So let's just try this a little bit in meditation. And maybe to begin to take a couple of very deep breaths. This really helps to relax the uh, central nervous system. Deep breaths in and then release. And on the release, let go of all stress, clinging, reactivity, and just really relax on the exhale. You can do that a few times. This is a good technique as well to go help you sleep. Do it three or four times. You might find yourself yawning, get so relaxed. And let the mind, the brain relax behind the forehead. Let the forehead spread out and relax. Let the eyes relax and the flesh and the face soften the jaw, the neck, throat, and let the shoulders. Where we hold a lot of tension, relax in the upper arms and lower arms and hands and fingers and noticing in the fingers, like I said before, the sensations. And these are the sensations that are changing throughout our body. And noticing the heart, relaxing the warm, tender heart, the heart of compassion.
Noticing the rise and fall of the breath wherever you feel it. The changing nature of the breath. And relaxing the hips and thighs, calves and feet. And now letting the awareness expand and take in the entire body. And take in hearing. And seeing behind the eyes, the flickering, the colors, the changing nature of and letting the awareness expand beyond the body into limitless space. Space has no edges. Like awareness has no edges. Space boundless to the left of us. Boundless in front of us. Space is boundless, past, goes beyond the stars, beyond the galaxies. It's no limit to space. Boundless to the right. Space is boundless behind us. Be aware of that. Boundless above us. Beyond the moon, beyond the stars. Beyond, beyond. Infinite space below us. The Buddha was teaching his son Rahula how to meditate. He said, Rahula, develop meditation on the perception of impermanence when you develop meditation on the perception of impermanence, the conceit I am will be abandoned. And to help him with that, 
perception, he said in the same meditation, develop a meditation practice that is like space. For when you develop a meditation that is like space, arisen, disagreeable, agreeable, will not invade your mind and remain. Just as space is not established anywhere, Rahula, so to develop a meditation practice that is like space. So space is here every moment. Awareness is here every moment. So just relax now and let go. And just be, be, just be ordinary, ordinary mind. Without trying to be space or anything. Just effortless, natural, And then ask yourself this question, who am I? What is this self? Can you find a self anywhere? You know, look for it. This is an inquiry. And if you, when you conclude you can't find it, then just come and relax, come back and relax and be. from this perspective. Agreeable. Disagreeable. Arisen. 
will not invade your mind and remain. It's not that we don't have thoughts about self, but just allow the thoughts with the confidence that you're something like space or awareness is something like empty and open. And allow thoughts to arise like waves. in an endless ocean without shore. And dissolve. Resting in the recognition Essentially, awareness is empty. We are essentially empty. Yet we're vividly, radiantly awake, aware. Okay, thank you. So, um,